Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to Ion Travel with Peter Greenberg ad-free and right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. This episode of Travel Today with Peter Greenberg is brought to you by audible.com, a leading provider of spoken audio information and entertainment. Listen to audiobooks whenever and wherever you want. Sign up today at www.audiblepodcast.com slash travel today to get a free audiobook and 30-day trial. And as I do every week at this time, I encourage you to go to our website, petergreenberg.com, for our comprehensive list of all the aid and relief organizations doing all that hard and essential work all around the world, whether it's in Haiti, whether it's in the Philippines, still still recovering from from the typhoon, to Christchurch, New Zealand, still recovering from another earthquake two and a half years ago. They do need your help, and you can involve yourself in an up close and personal way every time you travel, including even in your own backyard. We always like to localize all the volunteerism opportunities, and Uganda is no exception. Volunteer Uganda is an organization that supports schools and communities in the Bwindi region of southwest Uganda. By the way, that's an area that's got a great national park here, but also is really quite undiscovered if you took, took things in in its total perspective. And what they do, they've been working in the area since 2010, working with kids in primary schools. You get to volunteer in any one of 15 schools. You can do it for a day, a week. You can even do it for up to 12 weeks. But the point is, you get to immerse yourself in the culture and work with them in every aspect of their learning. And guess what? While you do so, how about that safari you get to take? Pretty cool stuff in the Queen Elizabeth National Park. So for more information, go to their website, volunteeruganda.org index, or go right to my website, petergreenberg.com, for the complete and total list. Most of my audience, and I'm saying this to everybody listening to this show right now, I have to bust you. You're geographically ignorant. You don't know where Utah is, how are you going to find Uganda. But the point is, once you get here, there are so many things you don't even know about that you can do here. And one of them is the Ugongo Cultural Center. And joining me now, a man who knows a little bit about that, Jim Tumasimi. How are you, sir? I'm very fine, thank you. How are you? Good. Tell me about the center and tell me how long it's been around and what you do there. 
it's been around, it's opened uh, four years ago. Relatively young. Very young, but very old. The location where it is, is very old. It stands at a place which has the only scientifically proved date of an event that shaped the kingdoms of the Great Lakes region and where historians were able to determine the genealogies of those kingdoms because of an eclipse that took place in that spot. And from there comes all the other stuff you've been Everything doing. Everything follows from there. Now, I'm one of those people who believes that, you know, you just don't go to a museum and look at stuff. You want to interact. You want to get involved. You want to, you know, touch and feel and do. How interactive are you? Quite interactive in the traditional sense. We are not uh, uh, digitized where you can press a button and get things come. Oh, good. The then I'll, be, I'll, be, I'll do just fine there then. <laughs> but if you want to touch a, a sculpture of a cow, you want to look at a woman and how she's described the beauty of the traditional people, if you want to see how they used to prepare their food and what they used to dress in and the people who ruled them and their pictures and talk to the, the guides, you like it. You know, when you take a look at the British rule here, which was from like 1900 to 1962, yes. uh, there's a reason why English is the predominant language here, and yet people don't realize there are 33 other languages spoken in Uganda. Even more. No. Yes, as a publisher, in about two months' time, we shall deliver books to all schools in this country in 25 languages. Those are the ones that the government has been able to fund. There are others who are going to start clamoring for that same status. Well, what's interesting about that is, you know, you, you look at the state of Hawaii, for example, and the traditional language of Hawaiian is fast disappearing. Yes. It's, it's, it, and there's nobody handing it down. There's nobody preserving it. What do you do with 25 languages? How do you make sure you keep them? What is happening now is that if each group has revived its traditional authority, they now have kings. We used to have uh, four important kingdoms in Uganda. They later on became five, but now we have close to 20 kings. We have, it's a country with the largest number of kings. You have the largest one, number of kings of any country in the world. <laughs> <laughs> now, wait a second, that's a problem. Yes. It's, it's a, a big problem. problem. But that is because... Do they talk to each other? Wait a minute, do they talk to each other? But do they, yes, they, talk they do. They do, okay. And that's breaking the rules. Previously, <laughs> you were not supposed to meet another king. In, in our traditions, a king was not supposed to meet another king. Because you only meet in war. Except for one small problem. When you got 20 in the country, sooner or later you're bound to say hello now, to each other. Now they meet. They meet, but <laughs> they invite each other. But these kings, part of the, the reasons why they were uh, revived is that they must promote their local languages and culture. And they have to continue to do that. They have to continue doing that. But even then, the languages are under pressure. First from within, the other languages are swallowing them. Then from the pressure of English. When somebody comes here for the first time, yes, and, I, and in the interest of full disclosure, my producer is here for the first time, so when you're talking to me right now, you're also talking to her. Yes. What's the one thing they're the most surprised to discover about Uganda? The openness of the people, the friendliness, the willingness to meet white people and discuss with them without fear and anxiety, like you have in many African countries. Many countries were colonized in Africa, and they had the white rulers, the Europeans. Now, Uganda, they used the indirect rule. They used those kings to govern the country, and the British came and sat on top to give directions. So they never came face to face 
on a regular basis on conflicting on tax collection, and they didn't. So they remained uh, attached to these friends of theirs who were not very close, who were not as harsh as, say, neighboring countries, South Africa, Zimbabwe, Kenya. So there is that warmth you will experience immediately. So that fight or movement for independence yes. was less of a struggle here. Very much so. And it later on came to haunt us because people didn't know that they had to fight to get their country liberated in quotes. They thought they, they just brought some groups, put them together and formed a government. And shortly after, they were on each other's throat. So much for freedom. Well, well, well. It was freedom and we are still... Freedom to be at each other's throat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when you think about it. Yeah, most the first revolutionary leader we have had is President Museveni, in that he was now liberating Africans from fellow Africans. Well, look at the history there. Yes. You had a bote. Yes. And then you had Idi Amin. Amin. Yes. I mean, that's a legacy that's not easy to forget. Not at all. So we were more hostile to each other than we were hostile to Europeans and Americans and to some extent Indians. It's Amin who started this uh, racial uh, problem, racial war. But most Ugandans are very happy to work with everybody. Let's go back to Idi Amin for a second because, you know, there's that famous quote that if you don't remember the past, you're doomed to repeat it. Exactly. Uh, how much of his history is preserved here for people to realize what really went on during that during that reign? It, it is now the Uganda Tourism Board which is trying to erect some form of monument, memory site for him. As a publisher, most of the, my best-selling titles are on Idamin. In terms of looking at him, he's disappeared, long disappeared. People have long forgotten who, who he is, and because most of his lieutenants are part of the government. Right, but what I'm saying is if you go to uh, Hiroshima in, J in Japan. It yes. is a requirement of all school children in Japan yes. to visit the monument of the atomic bomb so that they learn from it so that it never happens again. Is there such a thing here in Uganda? No. Uh, no. I mean, just destroyed the economy systematically. Most investors left the country and then he killed people. But so you cannot go back to look for people who, dis and most of his victims disappeared. You never trace their skeletons or their. Uh, unlike Obote, who most of his victims are the, scar the skeletons and scars are there in Ruero, but Amin always made his victims disappear. Literally. Throwing, throwing them in the lake, throwing them in forests, and they would be mauled by animals. So it's very hard to pin Amin and say, this is Amin. Very, very little. He has very little trace. But Museveni has been in power for quite some time. Close to 30 years. I mean, that is... From in terms of stability and history and legacy, that's, that's unbelievable. That's what? It's unbelievable. He, unbelievable. Well, yes, because he provided, he combines, he's the state, he's the government, and he's the leader. Those three, because we lacked all of them. In most cases, if you talk the United States, whether it's Obama or Bush or anybody, the Congress, the Senate, the rules, they are almost the same. And now here, we didn't have anything. We had... Everything was built from scratch because they had been destroyed. So from basically he provided stability for the first time. Yes, yes. And most business people are very anxious. They, they fear that if he goes in a system, in a system that is not, uh, if he doesn't have a proper handover, it would be a disaster for the country. Jim Tumasimi from the Ogongo, 
Cultural Center. Thank you so much. We really appreciate that. You are most welcome. Back with more of Peter Greenberg Worldwide from Kampala in Uganda right after this. If you like Ion Travel with Peter Greenberg, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be because Survivor 46 is here and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Devaya Daris. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did, what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast, and to ask Jeff some questions because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Get one of the most successful broadcasts in television history on your schedule with the 60 Minutes podcast. Hard-hitting investigative reports, news, and culture maker interviews and in-depth profiles are waiting for you in every episode. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus.